history (laughs) big news welcome back to the revolution will be harmonized i'm cameron lavi jones of king young blood and as always joined by my co-host Jaden motherfucking grayson and stay motherfucking safe knox i don't like that good (laughs) today this is take two y'all don't even know what yeah yeah Yeah. we we we, (laughs) We got the edits. No context. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Ramping up jokes again. only. Just stay to the end for the bloopers. So um, today, topic that we're going to be talking about is, uh, it, it, it is it is one that, especially for the black community, has been this this very kind of complicated issue and and trying to navigate, uh, especially as we come into continual forms of information and stimuli. And that topic is protecting your energy in times of crisis. Um, for us, there are a lot of different things that go into that, a lot of different things that inform your energy. Um, but I would like to start us off asking the question of what informs your energy individually and collectively? Kind of, I would really love to hear the kind of two sides of that because uh, I think the key word in there is collectively as well. Yeah, uh, collectively, definitely the main things right now are going to be social media and whatever news platform you're getting your information from. Mm-hmm. Uh, individually, I've, I've, I've learned to, to navigate that pretty efficiently and it doesn't, it doesn't affect my energy uh, as much. There's still going to be instances where I see things online that are like, man, just shut the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, stop it. Get some <laughs> help. Stop it, man. It's got me <laughs> fucked up. But, um, but not collectively, it's definitely, uh, I want to touch back on, on, um, the topic of uh, hyper-individualism. I've discussed it on the radio show. I mm. want to talk about it here as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, individualism is something that was heavily promoted in America um, just to pretty much give people the power and the tools to do and live the lifestyles freely that they choose to live. Hyper-individualism is what we're experiencing right now that's plaguing the country is where people uh, extend that beyond uh, the realm of individualism to where it's actually detrimental to the collective as a whole, to the entire society. And um, we see platforms like uh, uh, we see platforms like Twitter, Facebook, whatever. And people are, are very adamant on the fact that they feel like they're being censored and that freedom of speech isn't a real thing. When in reality, freedom of speech protects you against government action, not private corporations that have these platforms that don't want you spewing racist and a radical right uh, rhetoric all over it. And they absolutely have the the right to censor those kinds of conversations on their platform. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and then you have other things like that pop up that promote hyper-individualism, like, like Parler or, or whatever is going to support um, something that's going to be detrimental to society as a whole. And when I say that, I'm saying white supremacy is detrimental to society as a whole. As we talked on the previous episode, um, abolition is really going to benefit everybody abolition looks like it doesn't look like anarchy it doesn't look like that it looks like all these all these uh funds and resources being well allocated across people across across the board so it's really going to benefit everybody um individually what informs my energy is really just the people around me which i've 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 
gain the tools to really be selective of, of the people that you are around me. You guys feel like you've kind of thinned the herd? I, I have definitely thinned oh the herd goodness. recently. And I've clipped niggas from their fucking toes. <laughs> ah, <shit. laughs> I'm like, yeah. get the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't having none of it. You nah, can't come really, around it, me funky. It, it can be bittersweet because uh, for, for black people in our communities, we can have a lot of people that, that can cause us a certain type of energy, but it's like we're very limited to the black people that we can have around us because there's not many of us. So it's really important to still discern between those individuals that are around you that are affecting your energy negatively. Yeah, I think that um, for me, that kind of thinning the herd thing has always been very deeply connected to my blackness. Because mm. the people that I used to kick it with back in the day that I don't kick it with now are very much because I have come to a much fuller education on a decolonizational basis, but a much fuller education of my blackness and what respecting it actually looks like. Mm-hmm. Just because your day ones, nigga, don't mean you got. <laughs> Not mean you owe them shit. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you know, it's it, it it's this consistent thing of like you know, I remember like when I was first getting started with decolonizational education and and learning about. What ab like even just the definitions of abolition was when I was getting introduced to fucking the writings of Angela Davis, fucking shout out. Um, you know, the person that I was with was somebody that was absolutely in that reform train. And the conversations mm-hmm. that we had revealed a misunderstanding at best and disrespect at reality of my blackness. You know, it's, it's, it's this interesting thing of just like, and I'm, I'm very curious to hear if, especially for you guys, but like, as you guys came more into your blackness, either in your youth or wherever you guys are on your journey, on your journeys of understanding who you are as human beings and as black human beings, you know, I definitely know that I've thinned out the herd because it's like the only white folks that I've got on speed dial are people I know going to protect me at active demonstrations. Mm. Period. The rest of y'all better be paying me, or otherwise we can't kick it like that. <laughs> Period. You know? Period. I just think thinning the herd is something, you know, and another thing that is kind of always been stripped of, of black folks as far as resources and things like that. I talked about this on uh, the KVRU show as well, but it's the power of no, the power of setting those boundaries, of of testing the waters to see if somebody's actually respecting you with as your full self, or if they're only looking at you within a lens that they're comfortable looking at, mm. In, mm. you know, are they willing to be uncomfortable? Are they willing to be accountable? Are they willing to be called out when they on some bullshit or are they simply trying to uphold a status quo because it's what's convenient, what's useful, what's uh, resourceful or what's comfortable for them. Exactly. Um, um, or something that you just said that sparked an idea in me. Uh, it's 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 really about um, a tool that I would I, I would suggest for people is when you're having conversations with people that are uncomfortable conversations or when you're trying to hold somebody accountable and their initial response is immediately defensive. Um, that that is like uh, That's what big they call telling. It's big telling. It's called protagonist syndrome. It's when somebody can't actualize himself as the bad guy in a situation, even though every single one of us will be a bad guy in some situation in our lifetime. They just can't see past that and hold themselves accountable. Um, and when you are having these conversations with people, just pay attention to that, pay attention to body language, pay attention to defensiveness. And if, if, if it's a clear cut situation where somebody's in the wrong, 
and they don't know how to hold themselves accountable and you can't break through that, you absolutely have to protect your energy in that situation and then mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Bounce. Mm-hmm. You know what? That brings Fuck me. that nigga. That honestly, <laughs> fuck that nigga times two. That exactly. actually brings me to a little personal story, honestly. Yeah, because, um, and it's gonna and it's gonna it's gonna kind of we gonna dance for a minute. Hmm. You know, I had a I had a friendship that started off innocently enough as most friendships do, and over time, especially while doing this work it started to become clear to me that the relationship I thought we had was not the relationship that we had. Mm. Now I really uh, grew into a love for this person because I mean, vibrant, happy, you know, joyous. And, and that lasted as long as it did. But on the other side of that was somebody who has deep ties with their protagonist syndromes who is manipulative, who is abusive at the end of the day. And what's interesting is that when I observed this trait in them, it wasn't at my, at me the first time I saw it. It was with somebody else. Hmm. And immediately I observed it and I went, okay, I see that they are that way. They're not bringing that energy towards me. In fact, they're almost love bombing me. Um, which is another form of abuse when you're just so into somebody and you're you're just saturating them with this care, but you don't haven't built the relationship for them to even really understand you yet. Mm. And as we came to understand each other more, they even noticed that, that the love bombing, that's how deep the manipulation was. They saw that the love bombing wasn't it. So they tried to get different verbiage and, and bomb me with different verbiage. Uh, that made it appear as though it was something else. But I peeped. So once you peep, you can't unpeep. I don't care what nobody say. Once mm. I see it, I'm not going to unsee it. Yep. And the decision that I had to make and had to come to was, am I going to see the positives within this person and try and nourish those and address and confront these toxic behaviors that are showing themselves? Or am I... Am I protecting my energy? Can I protect my energy while I do that? And even that time, there I was informing my own energy, asking the questions that are necessary for me to have the skills to discern whether I can or cannot show up in this person's life while protecting the realities of my own life. And after multiple times of them being complete shitheads in my direction with no accountability to be seen for miles, I decided. The answer was no. And the moment that I made that decision, it was like an en- energetical umbilical cord was cut mm. that I didn't even know was there. And little did I realize, I thought I was the birther of this, but I was actually the baby getting cut. Uh, and I had to grow very quickly and be okay very quickly um, and be grown very quickly from being birthed in this experience of recognizing that in somebody and seeing them put it onto other people and and deciding that I didn't think it would come my way. But there's no discernment from from folks who are moving that way. So of course it did. And the growth that I've gone through in the short period of exiting that situation has been paramount in my life. It mm. has been unbelievably transformational for me. And that being said, I had to learn that lesson 
And I've learned that lesson before. I've seen it before. But this was different because I was a different person than I was the last time I experienced that. The last time I experienced that, I wasn't a mom. You know, I'm a mom to a two-year-old young, young boy who's growing up. And now when this situation came, it was like, whoa, I just got reborn again in this. But I can navigate it differently than I did before. And I don't have to burn that person. I don't have to correct that person. And I don't have to keep that person either. Because that was something I used to do. Keep people around even though they had no business being near me in the first place. Yep. I had to, um, excuse me, I had to assess and, and learn that I still had the opportunity to regain my energy. And that I had learned something here and I'd learned something truly about my energy, that my energy was influential, but that my energy is not responsible for impacting another person to the point of them becoming more energetically pleasant to experience. If they are that way, it's okay to let somebody be that way. And you don't even have to thin your herd. And as they were saying earlier, when you realize that they're not even of, of the same, you know, we ain't walking the same direction. We ain't producing the same things. It's okay. You're over there and I'm over here. And it's always been that way. But I extended this olive branch, not recognizing that it was going to birth this new me and how, how much of a blessing truly comes from that. Because here I am whole, able to understand you now fully and see you in the light that you exist in rather than the light that comes from within me. And that to me is genuinely protecting my shit because mm. I can recognize what is there and I can appreciate what was with, with, with also um, propelling myself into what it is that I deserve and what it is that I would like to be my normal in the relationships that I have. So, uh, you yeah. know, big K learning lesson. Kind of in that, that same capacity, you know, when I think about in what informs my energy so much of it is centered around my blackness when i see something in the news i'm looking at it within the context that i'm a black man i'm looking at it within the context that i'm a jewish man i'm looking at it in the context that i am a cis man i'm looking at it in the context that i'm an american i'm looking at it with all these different lenses that impact uh and again here comes that key word we all know about ding 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 proximity, proximity. um all of those things contribute to how much energy this information takes up and what informs my energy in so many different scenarios, whether it's what I'm seeing on the news, what I'm seeing in social media, what I'm seeing from the response or action of an individual, either within my circle or outside of it or within my community or outside of it. There's so much to, to, to see and unpack in, first impressions and initial responses. And I think that um, especially for black folks, trust your instincts. There have been way too many times in history where we have been told to trust a situation that was untrustworthy, where we have been sapped of energy uh, for ulterior motives rather than actually looking out for us. And I think there's always something to be said in informing your energy of when something doesn't feel right, it means it's not fucking right. Period. Um, for black folks, we've been held on a string for so long of being told that 
our emotions or our experiences are disingenuous or not true or or not reflective of the realities that we've been living in since day one. If these niggas don't stop gaslighting out of, me, out of exactly my phone, fucking it, reality. That's exactly like, what it okay. is. Um, while at the same rate, being, for whatever fucking stupid reason, unable to to understand the proximity or take accountability for the information that they are responsible for learning, not the information that they want to learn from me, which I am not responsible for teaching them. There's so much to be said in how those first responses go, how those first interactions play out. And there's so many different things to look at of, you know, how that informs it is, you know, were they gaslighting me? Were they uh, accepting accountability? Were they listening to me? Were they... Experience. Exactly. Were they minimizing my experience or were they asking... Uh, questions with respect of my boundaries. Were was there an acknowledgement, and were there accommodations for the fact that it requires energy for me to even bring up or talk about these things with people, considering the bandwidth that I have, not just as a black person, but as a human being with goals, wants, needs, dreams that I'm trying to accomplish. There's so much centered around, and so much information to be seen based off of that first interaction because it is especially I'm gonna talk to black folks here it is not your responsibility to educate non-black people if they are not educated on something you do not have to take out your energy and the things that inform your energy in order to get them on the same page they have fucking google they can understand this stuff if they put in the energy for it and you should be protecting your peace because your job, in the same way that we have talked about in so many previous episodes, your job is to continue. Your job is to live, to be, to continue dreaming, to, to, to keep existing because you are what makes up what we need in the world. And the rest of these niggas need to catch the fuck up if they're not on the same page about that already. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first to tell you, stop fucking asking me questions and easy questions that you have the understanding for. If you want to have a, a dialogue and an educated conversation, come correct with it. Preparation. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. You can fucking pay me to get educated the same way you pay in tuition. Um, well, you know what? Let me just... Is it okay if I interject really quick? I would love to hear it. Okay. So <laughs> let me just clear something up on that because it's like, people are like, oh my God, you just want money. No, 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 no. Watch it. Watch your mouth right there. Mm-hmm. Let's just stop the conversation right there because you're already not hearing what's being said. The boundary has been set. This is what this whole conversation is about. We have to protect and understand what we do. And if you want to understand because you if you don't want to turn to the colonizers that also kept you from the information and hold them accountable and you're going to turn to the more oppressed person and ask them if you're going to look down instead of look up. You need to pay that person so that they can get on the same page as you. Especially if it's in the time it, of crisis. Because how fucked is it that you're going to ask me to explain my oppression to you when you are the person oppressing me? Stop it. Sometimes with these dumbass questions, like, sometimes no response is the best response. Like, just look at these niggas dumb as fuck and keep it pushing. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Letting people air out. I've been letting people air out on my Twitter. I swear to God. People say the craziest, most sideways Stupid. What did that nigga say when you were cooking the other day? Oh my God. This nigga hit me with, like, there's a time last video of me just preparing food. 
No description as to where the food is going, what the food is for, nothing. Just me preparing food. They're like, grifters gone grift. <laughs> you know, and I just had to respond and say, you know, I think I'm just going to let this speak for itself. And but the you're question supposed to be eating noodles. You oppressed. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> Why aren't you just eating saltines, huh? <laughs> huh, little nigga? <laughs> and then they see me doing mutual aid work and they're like, oh, so you're going to get the good stuff here. You go get these people for. I'm like, what the fuck kind of a conversation? <laughs> What kind of an argument are you making right now? And do you actually hear yourself? Jay, you're not oppressed enough but by defiance of my standards of black women. God. This nigga made veggies and, 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 and fish. <laughs> and y'all got tight. And y'all got tight because it's a black woman. So, <laughs> Shut up. Uh, you know what? I ain't even going to give y'all no more. Because at this point, low key, if I keep going, it's going to affect my energy is gone. I don't want to minimize your veggies and fish because that shit fire. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is fire. I'm going to have to get a plate still, next time. It's like here we are spending $20 on a fucking meal and it's like, okay, is it, is it, oh, are we not human? Is it okay that I don't eat? When I hear what the argument was, oh, you got all these people sending you reparations, you having $500 meals while the rest of them, which is not what the fuck was going on in that video. You was making the food! <laughs> I made salmon uh, and an avocado. <laughs> you don't make even an avocado, you just get one. It's Cheaper not, than DoorDash. It wasn't like. some um, extreme experience, but it really spoke to the fact that it's like, y'all don't want to see black women in a space where they can be comfortable to even eat something. You want me to be in the house with y'all. Y'all want me to birth your children, feed them, raise them. Y'all want me to have your little flagrant ass fucking babies up and in through here. And you want to have me in the back of the house doing whatever you want me doing. But you don't want me to be me. You certainly don't want to see me eat in the metaphor in the, in the metaphor or in the literal sense. And you don't want to see me even survive. You want to see me survive at best to serve you. And I'm not cool with none of that. So... It's like I have to invite I invite myself out of conversations and I started the radio show like this and I'm going to end the podcast for myself and my own talking points with this invitation to black women and specifically to my demographic of black mothers. Invite yourself into spaces where you can say yes more than you have to say no. Invite yourself into spaces and relationships and conversations with people where you feel valued and you feel heard and more than just the feeling, but it's clear and it's visible and it's observable where it's tangible. That means in those educational conversations where you're doing the emotional labor of giving to some, where you're not going there unless the bill matches with the emotional labor, plus tax. And some salmon. Period. Um, <laughs> on, on that same note, you know, to, to, to remind everybody of this topic, we're talking about protecting your energy in times of crisis as well. Protecting your energy, but especially in times of crisis, you know, for, for me, Protecting my energy as an extrovert really looks like getting a chance to connect with other people. Now, COVID has made that incredibly fucking difficult, but let alone being a black person trying to be seen properly by the, the rest of the world. But I think even this show is a great example of something that people, and especially black people, have done for so long and are, are so beautifully elegant and graceful with doing, which is being able to find solidarity even in the face of crisis, in the face of issues. This show is a perfect example of I feel warmth and loved and seen when we get to say nigga on a podcast with two people that I know absolutely 
see want me want to say nigga on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but two, you know, two other people that absolutely see me and understand me and and, and I see you, bro. The, I see you too, brother. Um <laughs> that that type of warmth is something that replenishes your energy. So in the same conversation that you have to think about what things are informing your energy and the power of no and the power of yes and how to decipher when to say no and yes, all of these things, don't forget that solidarity is a powerful thing. Find those other people that that you feel connected to, that 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 you feel see you, that you feel understand you, because that will replenish your energy to allow yourself to continue going forth, to allow you to have the energy and the resources to continue working on those things that will either give you more energy in the future or will inform where your energy should go in the future as well. Because that information is a powerful thing, especially when you are a human being trying to not only survive, but get to where you are supposed to go. Mm-hmm. How ironic is it that we replenish each other's energy just to expend it on these fucking conversations, man? Well... <laughs> Listen, as long as we get some 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 salmon, I got some avocados in the fridge. <laughs> we can really get it fucking cracking. No, nah, I'm I, really y'all about to catch me on that. I just want people to know this podcast is about to get progressively more nigga ish in the future. <laughs> I've been I started smoking weed a few months ago again. I'm going to be continuing to do that. Ah shit. Uh, and so I and I'm not gonna hold. I'm not done. I'm not holding the cards for any more body anymore because a part of what I had to realize is that in a lot of the work I do, especially as a decolonized educator, is that when people aren't taking my information, but all of a sudden be feel fulfilled just by receiving the information I give them, I'm now becoming an enabler mm. to their behavior. Uh. And they're not actually doing the work and they're nice growing. And they're li- Isn't that crazy? That's, you fucking, you a G, nigga. No, I'm like, I was like, oh shit, now I'm fucking up because all these white people really feel like they go into church every time they come to see me and they're not doing the actual work. They're getting a pat on the back just by watching the video and resharing the video. Nigga, I, those videos are going to be deaded and stopped. And, and you know what niggas oh, do. Oh, God, because y'all be playing with me, and it's a problem because you're not actually doing the work. You're using me to placate you doing the work, mm-hmm. and now that has to shift because the moment that I notice that, my energy's not being respected. So we got we to gotta switch it all the way up. Say no to those fuck niggas. You know what niggas do the Saturday before church? Mm. <laughs> Period. I'm Jewish, I don't Y'all know. Y'all be out here screaming nigger <laughs> and then come I, and I, pop I, on my podcast feeling <laughs> good about yourself, popping into my lives feeling good about yourself because you didn't, ha- nobody heard you say that but you, but now you hear getting educated and you feel like that's enough. If you don't go pick up the books you see me referencing, if you don't go actually sit down and I listen know. to the elders that I keep to start mentioning, doing a like, notes check motherfucker like a wave check but with your books I don't want to see you repost the video I want to see you repost the fucking notes Mm -hmm. did you actually do it or were you sitting there you know twiddling your fucking thumbs and I'm not speaking to my black brothers and sisters you ain't got no notes to take when this is your lived experience but to you white motherfuckers out there and non-black folks and I'm included that's the white mentality extends to anybody that's got it Mm. so whoever it is whoever it is Oh, Whoever it is, shit. go nah. pick up the book before I have to put you all the way down because it's a waste of my time and my energy and the continued pulling of my energy is taking away from my son. And the minute you take it away from my son, you speak into an abolitionist. I will beat your fucking ass. And that's all, period. <laughs> uh, Yo, Knox, do you uh, ever just feel like uh, uh, like, uh, like we doing Jay's ad libs <laughs> oh, when we do the podcast? 
I fucking love this show. You guys have been listening to The Revolution Will Be Harmonized. Before you even wrap anything up, (laughs) I do want to make it clear. Hold on. First of all, uh, we do appreciate our listeners. (laughs) Nah. Hold up. Hold up. Media train knocks. To segue. This is going to be a segue. Um, I do want to encourage you guys to uh, follow us on Instagram, Revolution Will Be Mm -hmm. Harmonized. And send us uh, questions, testimonials, topics that you guys reparations and topics that you guys want us to cover. Um, you can also just send it to my email as well, staysafenox at gmail.com. And uh, we'll eventually do an episode where we're covering listener email. Listener I'm going to email you a salmon recipe. You've been listening to The Revolution Will Be Harmonized with Stay Safe Knox, Jaden Grayson, and Cameron Lavi Jones from King Young Blood. Be safe, y'all. Mwah. Mwah. Woo. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. She gon' hear the song and might break a sweat. Yeah, had to switch the sauce, cause you heard the rest. Yeah, gotta keep them guessing, never show a step. Yeah, closing every curtain while I'm playing chess. You can't see my moves, little mama. Watch me stick and move, little mama. All this working got me crazy All this working got me crazy But I'm still patient yeah. All I gotta fit to make it make All this working got me crazy All this working got me crazy But I'm still patient yeah. And to God it's time we take this Mama in the music be my only motivation Know you got my heart, girl, there's no negotiation The way you run my mind is amazing And I ain't got much time, baby, take it You see this life, it comes and goes But you the only one that got me wishing All I'm on is stay frozen But I'm still hoping Cause you heard the rest yeah. Gotta keep them guessing Never show a step yeah. Closing every curtain While I'm playing chess You can't see my moves Little mama yeah. Watch me stick and move Little mama All this working got me crazy All this working got me crazy But I'm still patient yeah. All I gotta fit to make it make All this working got me crazy All this working got me crazy But I'm still patient yeah. All I gotta fit to make it make it
up my brain like paper planes that flew to east and burned up both their wings. What if they had flown through winds of change rather than the ash of yesterday? Maybe then they'd learn to fly around or learn to miss the ground. It's just so hard to tell right now.
Long and I can live wrong and I can live right and I can sing song and I can you like with you that I love, you that I like. Look at my life, you tell me I fight. This that final destination, this that finds the information, this that finds the inspiration, this that crack the installation, this that quantum jumping that fist pumping that bomb detonation. Please don't bomb my nation and bomb me flew away. And I got my control when I'm here. You gon' hate me when I'm gone. Ain't no blood pumping, no fear. I got hope inside of my bone. This that life beyond your own life. This ain't physical for mankind. This that out of body experience. No coincidence, you been died. Waste time. X wind about it through the grapevine. She investigate like Dateline. 
All my niggas shoot like Trey Fines Low key with the burner like Trey Fines CC duck tucked in the waistline If I get caught with it, I don't FaceTime Shorty really wanna fuck through the late night Call off, we can fuck to the daylight Pull up right now, we can save time Get straight to it, don't waste time Really thought about it at the same time Great minds, hit PDFs, cross state lines If she got an attitude, tell her take five Caught a red eye and still landed late She called me Poppy, I'm from Spanish Lake That pussy wild with the Kansas State I was to pay at the standard break, but she ain't the one, she a candidate. She love the way that I say it straight, but call me a jerk when I stay away. Bitch, I'm like jerk when I fade away. Heard the city up for grabs, it ain't nothing out of grass. Hoes fucking up the bag, they like DD in the lab. They don't love me, they attached. I'm a star with the crack, shorty really a distress. Heard the city up for grabs. I made the beat with no features, I thought about dishing, I'm faking the past uh, Come from the mud in my dirt to escape, all I needed was real like I'm jazz uh, I'm from the crib like blues, uh, I'm from the crib like jazz uh, I had to switch my views, uh, I had to switch my get up Shorty be capping, she born at the end of December Showing ass all in the fister, I be like listen to Blender Fuck with my nigga, he said that he down with the shit that you enter Don't air me out when you venting, said I fuck with you but I cannot give you attention This only sexual tension, this ain't no friendship, fuck all my mentions Me and my niggas on missions I'm about ascension, don't sleep on Rocky, fuck up your circadian rhythm I give a zero attention, shorty be digging, all my shit hidden You cannot find who I'm hitting Yeah, heard the city up for grabs, it ain't nothing out of grass Hoes fucking up the bag, they like DD in the lab They don't love me, they attached, I'm a star with the crack Shorty really a distress Yo, heard the city up for grabs, it ain't nothing out of grass Fucking up the bag, uh, they like Didi in the lab. Uh, they don't love me, they attached. Uh, I'm a star with the crap. Uh, shorty really at the strap. <laughs>
got the running. I've been searching for the love with I've been looking for a dub, and they told me if I move, they gon' shoot me dead. But I think I'm about to go to run. I've been waiting on the summer, so looking back in wonders. How we pull to keep from under, they told me put my hands up and I'm okay. I think you got the wrong one. I'm sick and tired of running. I've been searching for the love with. I've been looking for a dump and they told me if I move, they gon' shoot me dead. But I think I'm about to go to run. I've been waiting on the summer, so looking back and wondering how we pull to keep from under. They told me put my hands up and I'm Don't cut me out 
Processing tears of joy in the morning made our pillow wet. Then night fell and we turned into silhouettes. Your body next to mine dancing real close. Step left, step right, then a pirouette. It would appear as that we really do believe in us, but it's so hard to believe. All we need is us. Believe a kiss on a cold day could be enough. Look at the stars and wonder what it is they see in us. Where is this leading us? That's all I'm asking. Love comes in every color, but the fact is. Never needed 50 shades of gray Just turn the lights down low And give me every shade of blackness uh. Two lovers are face to face With undulating grace Jealous way to slip away To some secluded place Shades of delight Cold, cold hue Rich as the night Afro